Well, hey, boys. Oh, hey, hi there. there. Hey. Bird Welcome clock back. says hi. Hey. Welcome back, Bird Clock. Birdie. Hey. How's he what doing? Birdie. Is he is he dealing with the You know, aside from aside from concerns about the weather. Let um, him talk. Let him fun. talk. He's trying to tell us. <laughs> All right, it's done. Nice done. Okay. Uh, hey, he sounds well. chipper enough. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's springtime. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it really? It snowed today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, it's spring time in Maryland. Greg, did you leave Maryland? I was never in Maryland, but oh no, I did. I'm sorry. Of course, I was in Maryland. I was. I was in. Thank uh, you. I was in Maryland. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was in uh, Maryland. Yes, and uh, now I'm in Philadelphia now. And uh, he did leave back. Maryland. I did leave. Maryland. He, By the time he's moving airs, north, he brought the cold front with him. Yeah, this is true. It's just yeah. 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 It's I don't know. <clears throat> so yeah. I don't think of. I, I, I think of uh, my when I'm in Maryland. I think of it as DC because. A lot of my whatever activities kind of revolve around that, so I apologize. Common right? common misconception. I think of where you guys live as Maryland. Separate. They're separate. <laughs> but in any case, yes, I'm still on the East Coast. I've been here uh, about ten days now, and I go back. Uh, by the time this airs, I'll be back on the West Coast. Um, and I'll be uh, and I'll be going up to Philly by the time you leave. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's too bad. I, too bad I'll miss you. Yeah, no, seriously. It's gonna what be cold, doing? Jay. <laughs> I don't know, but next weekend is actually looking pretty good. Yeah, man. Next week, you guys get ready for a, a brand new Tales from the Concert bit. Because I'm going up with my brother to see The Darkness in Philadelphia oh, at the Brooklyn Bowl snap. next Saturday. That'll be that's fun. Gonna be, that's going to be a rock show. It's going to be incredible. I've been seeing... Uh, what if they I do it like an all-acoustic set? They won't. They won't, I, uh, but that would be <laughs> still be awesome. Okay, <laughs> I saw, cool, I, cool. I saw a, a little uh, clip of uh, what's his name, Justin. Justin Hawkins, Hawkins yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's like doing a solo. This is like from their most current tours. I don't want to give any. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> he like he, he was doing a solo, and then he like at, at the end of the solo, he did a little like he tossed his pick up like straight up, uh-huh. and then like kicked it with his heel and <laughs> caught it again. <laughs> I was like, brilliant, Whoa. brilliant. I'm going to uh, need to throw that in the repertoire. There you go. Yeah, we're going to practice. <laughs> Bring out your old hacky sack skills from the early 90s. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. I was good at that. I, you strike <laughs> me as a hacky sacker, pick. Greg. He'll kick the hey, pick. I trip. can kick a pick. No <laughs> yeah. doubt. Exactly. It's funny, though. Justin Hawkins has like reinvented himself. As, like if, if the darkness fades away, hopefully that's not won't ever be the case but justin hawkins has made himself a a youtube star he has a new youtube channel called justin hawkins rides again okay where he just does reaction videos to like current rock bands and oh, does really? like deep dives on like old it's it's great it's fantastic i bet That's look very for cool. it. justin hawkins rides again cool okay, but, but, but while, while we're on the pick topic real real quick jay as okay. oh absolutely Please. um just because i i, I kind of had this i was describing that little that little story to you and I'll, I had this kind of mental image of like, oh man, what if I did that and the pick went flying and I couldn't see it anymore? Sure. What would I do? Sure. But I always leave. I don't do uh, the mic stand thing. Okay. Um, just because I don't. I keep forgetting to get one of those things where you okay. can just kind of yeah. line them up. Yeah. But I do always leave a bunch on my amp. Okay. I always I have like a, a few picks on my amp just in case I drop it and sure. it's just into the abyss. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I don't want to be reaching into my pocket. Of course. But, Jay, have you noticed that 
if you don't leave any picks there, that's when it'll happen. Yes. Oh, absolutely. But if you do leave them, it never happens. Oh, it's no doubt. Like, it's the why, same thing. Why would I even do that? Yeah. Uh, th- that is absolutely the case. Do you guys ever shop at Aldi, the grocery store? Naturally. Yeah, of course. I've been okay. there. So, yeah. 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 So the thing with Aldi is if you want to get a grocery cart there, you have to insert a quarter mm-hmm. into the grocery start, into the grocery cart to unlock it. Correct. And then you return it, right? So, yes. What and a, you get the quarter back. Right. Oh, so okay. the thing so, with me so is like I always have to remember to bring a quarter with me to get a cart at Aldi. Mm. And so I try to keep like a stash of quarters in my car ready to right. go. But mm-hmm. it's naturally, you know, once in a blue moon that I forget to bring a quarter in my pocket. That'll be the time that I can't find any quarters anywhere around. Right. And there's no one there at the entrance to Aldi to lend me a cart or a quarter. You know, this is Suddenly also a problem with drumsticks. Drumsticks also. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. I can see I that. It. I can see that. <laughs> I just, if, you ever see, if you ever see Jay outside of an Aldi, begging just for... Just wandering around. <laughs> yeah, just looking at him, like searching on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Please. Ask, but asking Phones. people for quarter. quarters. It's the least you can do. Please. <laughs> it, just That's you see know. a sad, sad, bald man standing outside of oh. Aldi. <laughs> you know, we just... It, the podcast isn't paying the bills like it used to. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is uh, time for our brief uh, commercial interruption brought to you by LegalZoom. LegalZoom. Oh, yep. yes. Uh, they're back with us um, for another <laughs> season. Uh, happy to have you with us, LegalZoom. Um, we waiting to get the copy from you guys to read that. Um, I but think it's just don't get a say, lawyer, get LegalZoom. Right. Is that it? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you get detained, call LegalZoom. Just call LegalZoom, I think. Right. Right. 1-800-LEGALZOOM. Thank you. <laughs> LegalZoom. Checks in the mail. All right, boys. Woo. When do you say we get this show started? 141. Woo! Let's do it. You should check it Yes, that's right. You are tuned back in for some reason. You've decided to join <laughs> us again for episode 141 of Ooh. You Should Check It Out. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. I think we got an awesome show for you tonight. Nick is leading things off, mm-hmm. you know, and then Greg's going to be talking about some other things, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. just to like round out the whole like lineup. You got some. I'm going to be talking about some other stuff. Yeah, you got some stuff. Stuff. Yeah, things. I I do have some things, and I also have some songs. Ooh. Do you okay. did you guys bring songs? This will be delightful. Yeah. I don't remember. Probably. That's actually okay. up to you. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of songs here, so Beautiful. you can just, you know, take your pick. Okay. But um, without further ado, Nick, please. I'm going to, instead of instead of kicking it right off of the song, which we're oh. kind of past due at this point, I actually want to talk about who I'm going to play first. So I'm going to be doing a news with Nick this week. Oh, um, excellent. And, and the, first, the first story that I have actually is about a company called Moog. M O O G, right? We've heard of them. I've always associated Moog with it's like a it's, that's like a sound of a keyboard, right? There's can like I Moog. pause? You, can I pause you for just a second, Nick? You bet. Because I, you know, we have a lot of internet fanboys out mm-hmm. listening to the podcast. I think I know where you're going here with this. Okay. And and I normally would not call you out on this. I'm not trying to Moog? make you feel bad. It is Moog. Mm. Really? And these are just it's the type of people that like Moog synthesizers that will call you out Two for O's saying it's Moog. Moog. It's Moog. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't know why. Sorry. I'm doing this to learn, guys. I'm doing this to learn. Yeah, I appreciate that. We're all here to learn. Absolutely. 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 Thank you. 
Absolutely. I thought you were actually like hard hard pausing me. Okay, so Moog. No, no. That's what I said. Moog. <laughs> Moog has announced that they have um, they've updated one of their classic instruments. <gasps> there is a they have a Ooh. new Etherwave theremin that they've just released. Wow. Okay. So the the theremin was developed in, in it was actually patented in 1928, and it's right. this essentially, as I understand it, it's this device that emits like an electromagnetic frequency or uh, it's basically a magnetic field that when field. it's disrupted by the hand in a very precise any any precise way alters the 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 field which then through like transistors and you know phase shifters or whatever drops that frequency down to audible frequencies and now you've got this crazy sound right. um most i think most popular is iteration is good vibrations by the beach boys but actually that's not technically a Moog theremin. Nevertheless, uh, I went on a quest to find a song ah. mm -hmm. that uses the original Moog theremin. Um, oh, wow. And I uncovered a band that was apparently very popular on the FM radio back in 1966. <laughs> FM radio, actually, when it came out in like the 40s and 50s, it was, it was referred to as album-oriented rock frequency, <laughs> AOR. And my dad told me about this because this is how he found out about Rush. He was listening to AFM because they would play like albums of, of, of music and, you know, freaking, uh, yeah, I don't know, Spirit of the Radio comes on or something like that. Yeah, I, back, I in, the, back in the day, FM was like a weird thing because it, it could broadcast in stereo, right? And so it was right. only for like audiophiles and people who really liked music. And it was like, yeah, like uh, aficionados, like, oh. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you got the two speakers, <laughs> which is crazy talk. Two so, ears, you know. Yeah. Two, I, well, right. <laughs> so a band that was quite popular. Uh, in 1966, and also is listed as the band, the kind of the first band that made the theremin, that utilized the theremin in rock and roll. Wow. Was a, was a band called Lothar and the Hand People. And Lothar... Lothar of the Hill People? No, Lothar and the Hand People. Lothar was the name of the theremin. Oh. And they, the band, okay. were the Hand People. <laughs> <laughs> they also played guitar, drums, and bass, and sang. Okay. And and theremin actually, when you listen to some of their stuff, it's not really there uh, very much. But apparently, this song that I'm going to play a, a little clip from was very popular in in, huh. in 1966, I believe, when it, when it was released. Um, this is called "Space Hymn" by Lothar and the Hand People. Imagine that you are floating high above the earth in deep space, looking out on the universe, floating free in space, uplifted and filled with awe, silently watching the movements of the stars. Stay. Listeners, Nick just told me to fade out on that song. I, I was just getting into it, man. I know. I was Come on. <laughs> it, 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 so we skipped the first five minutes of the essentially a guided meditation. It, it is right. a freaking guided meditation. And it's, then it this just, song, this song is ten minutes long. 
it is 10 minutes long and it was played in its entirety and apparently it was popular. Wow. Wow. Lothar yeah. and the Hand People. Man. So that is, uh, that's the first piece of, uh, first piece of news from News with Nick this week is, uh, is that the theremin that has a new model that's been released. You know, I even read through it. Not a lot has changed. You know, uh, with this, it's, with this it's, new theremin model. Um, we're going to move right along if we could. Sure. Um, we've got, uh, actually a little bit of, a little bit of internal news. I don't know if I've, if I've said this before, but, um, sat down and watched, Quest Love's Summer of Soul. Oh, nice! Yeah, about mm-hmm. a, a couple weeks ago, I actually sat down with with the boys. Um, we watched most of it. Oh, Phenomenal. Good for you. And there, there were some parts. It was. Yeah. It was kind of like you know had like a warning, but honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. And, and they they were totally they were totally fine with it. So there's been uh, an announcement came out uh, this past week that the Harlem Festival of Culture, inspired by Summer of Soul. They're gonna. They're starting to back up. It's gonna happen in 2023. Yes. That is yeah. so freaking cool, man. It, it, the Very same. Nice. The same place at the Marcus Garvey Park, uh, exact same park that they had the original one. Um, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming next year. Um, and they're gonna try to kick this thing back in. Have, have it happen again. So, Why not? Pretty sweet. That is badass. That is really cool that? news. Yeah. What a, what a turn of events. And one of the things I loved about that documentary is that we're so used to seeing all these movies about black history and there's always all this like sad depressing stuff in it you know and i I know i realize that we can't ignore that part of it but this was like a genuinely uplifting yeah yeah. it's a celebration you know it's celebrating it was was just nice to see that the culture thriving and happy and smiles on everyone's face Mm -hmm. for once you know rather than just like then the blah 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 happened you know yeah it was. I don't know. I think. I think that that's part of why it had the effect it did, and also b- beyond the amazing, you know, musical footage, you know, uh, story. I mean, like you know, Stevie Wonder playing the drums is you know that alone. <laughs> I mean, Jay, you brought that on, yeah. but so much of that is, uh, you know, just unforgettable. So yeah, very cool to see that that they're bringing that back, and uh, you know, that was. That, that, I don't know if you guys remember this, but that movie did uh, win the Oscar. That's yes, right. Did. That's right. Did best documentary. Uh, we neglected uh, to mention that in our uh, little Oscar recap, but yeah. Well, uh, you know, it, it 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 doesn't seem like many people know that because of, well, what happened because of the five slide. seconds prior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that is the one. That is the movie that won. <laughs> and that was announced yeah. like right after that happened, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like everyone's yeah. still in shock from seeing this uh, like other historical event. Right. <laughs> so um, anyway, maybe Questlove should make a documentary about that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Very so cool. So bringing it back, I, I don't think they've announced any anybody no. who's going to be present for it at this point, but um, but still, very cool. Something to keep an eye on. Summer 2023. I think really? Travis Scott's headlining. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. All right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Come on. Come on. He, he, he's not, and he also was disinvited from, from the next topic, which is Coachella. Oh, um, good. Continuity. Yes, I love honestly, I, I, if I had more time, this, this should, son of, daggone it, this should have been a viral or viral. It should have been. And I apologize for that. I'm going to do better. Um, but... <laughs> But I, well, I, there's the, actually a fourth story that I need to say that, that that's actually breaking news that you guys are going to love. Oh, jeez. Um, but I want to talk about the Coachella thing. Go ahead, Greg. What were you going to say? I was just going to say there's, it's, there's a second weekend. We could do yes, viral, viral next week. There's your topic. 
it, possibly. Yeah, I might shut that down right now. <laughs> Coachella viral, viral episode He's pretending to write. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually writing. It's just, oh, okay, cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Coachella, this has been, no matter what music site you went to in the past, uh, I don't know, three days, it's, all there is is just every single act or, or, or just a handful of the acts at, at Coachella. Um, Truth. I read through some of these. It sounds like it's a pretty cool festival going on this year. Um, apparently, the, the Canadians are doing really well. Uh, Arcade good Fire. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Bad Bad Not Good, who actually is a band that we that yeah. I, I played a few months back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, cool. Yeah, they're, they're super cool. H- Harry Styles, uh, I guess, brought Shania Twain on stage and had her do a bunch of her old hits, which it sounds like... At Coachella, this this is the kind of thing that flies. Like it's a, it sounds like it's a feel good kind of a situation. So, Greg, you've um, been, right? I've never been? been. I've never been to Coachella, but I did. Desert Trip was held at the same place. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, That's so I've been about. to the spot and seen, you know, huge acts, but it wasn't Coachella. It wasn't like the young, the hip, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's been a couple like roundup articles from the first weekend. Uh, Coachella is apparently, it occurs on the two consecutive three-day weekends in April. <laughs> That's when Coachella happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's those three-day weekends are the Coachella. So there's the, the past three days, and then they got another one coming up next week, next weekend. So there's been a bunch of like posts about who's doing well, who's not doing well. Um, apparently, Turnstile did a great set, but didn't have great turnout. Uh, and that that made some uh, lists bummer. lists of things. Yeah, I know, I know. They actually did a uh, a tiny desk not too long ago that was phenomenal. I, I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's really cool because they're just it's so they're just it's all pared down, but um, mm-hmm. but they're just they're so such good musicians that it, it's it's cool to watch them do it quiet. Right on. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot at this point on Coachella to be honest. That's cool. I mean, there's there was definitely a lot going on actually. Um, I didn't know about the Shania Twain, but I did see uh, a few of the guys that I, you know, play the weddings out with in L.A. were playing with Harry Styles. Oh, sweet. Um, you know, and so that was kind of exciting to see for them. I didn't even know he was on the bill. It, you know, there's so many. And I guess Billie Eilish mm-hmm. headline, she was apparently amazing. And I think... I think um, I think Arcade Fire was one that stepped in because also Travis Scott got disinvited. But that, I mean, right. that's been a couple months ago. Um Right. But yeah, quite quite a lot of acts. Like all, it seems like well, all, the, all the top name acts. Well, when you're ready to pass the baton, I had a uh, I have I, a. I know, I know, but but there was one other piece. Of, there was one other news item that I wanted to get to, um, <laughs> w- which is that news uh, from Nick cannot be stopped. I, I apologize. Mm. I, I I I did know this, and it's I twenty four hour s- Nick cycle. <laughs> I didn't want to. S- I didn't want to step on the song you wanted to play. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's that cool. got me. I like it. Cool. Uh, no, the the, mo- the most exciting one, the reason that I kind of took a step back and just wanted to do, no, it's I'm good. Uh, is Kendrick Lamar? Oh, good. has announced right. his new album. Breaking, breaking. That's right. Yes. Yeah, his new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, is coming out in May. All um, right. So that, that is that, exciting. That is super exciting. Hey. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Unnecessary, but appreciated. <laughs> Hey, that was so. It, it was it was it was heartfelt. I mean, that was not that was not. No, dude, I'm so freaking pumped for this. Um, yeah, 
it's his last album with uh, the label he's been with for a long time because he's got this new PG Lang project he's doing. He's doing a movie with with Matt and Trey. I've heard from about South that. Park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit, oh, and right. then this is this is coming out in May. It's called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. No idea. Super pumped to hear it. It's gonna be awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You never know with that guy, man. I love that he just can yeah. not stayed under the radar, but just really hasn't said anything about the new album. Like, yeah, what's it been? I, four years? Three years since Dan? Twenty seventeen. Five. Uh, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been yeah. a while. Yep. Yep. The last one, Damn, is the one he won the Pulitzer for. Uh, right. A bunch of other awards. So, yeah, he waits mm-hmm. until it's ready, which is pretty love sweet. It. Those are the best ones. You can do that. Those are the best ones. Yeah. So, all right, Greg. So. Can we hear something from Coachella? Yes. So I I didn't, I I didn't, uh, I wasn't able to take in the entire, you know, lineup in one glance, if you will, because it's a lot of names. So it wasn't actually until I was scrolling through the old Instagram and I followed this drummer, Josh Fries. Okay. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he is a uh, badass session drummer mm-hmm. who was saying uh, he posted a picture in a in a rehearsal room saying you know getting ready for uh, Danny Elfman at Coachella. Yeah. Ooh. And I was like, Danny Elfman is playing at Coachella. What the, what is that all about? And yeah. I know you'd mentioned his his album, and I was like, okay, but this, I feel like he's going to do something pretty gnarly. Um, and if if you guys if you listeners out there aren't f- familiar with Danny Elfman. You got to get hip, because he's a you know prolific composer, and he was a member of the band Oingo Boingo. But he's mm-hmm. uh, most well known for coming up with such iconic themes as The Simpsons and Batman, and he's, he he uh, composed the entire score for uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas and all these Tim Burton movies. You know, just a very very cool musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like sixty eight years old now. Mm-hmm. And he went out at Coachella and just absolutely rocked the house. Yeah. I, I don't even know if he like plays live really, but I was like, I gotta guess, I gotta look up a video of this because this sounds incredible. So, Jay, if you don't mind playing this clip, this is Danny Elfman live at Coachella performing the Simpsons theme song. Beautiful. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, dude. And these are all know. live musicians. Live it's, musicians, and with a big with a big screen behind them that's showing like the the intro. I and, had to pull uh, it up because I thought it was just playing the freaking song. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's like him with the with a small orchestra up there, all standing and, up. Uh, that's crazy. Freaking brilliant. And uh, I mean, like just to give you a clue, though, um, when you hear the theremin, it's all suddenly mm-hmm. it's like spooky Simpsons. It's because it's like showing like the Treehouse of Horror mm-hmm. characters, yeah, yeah. you know, like just. Yeah. Incidentally, yes. episode 88, if anyone wants to hear uh, us discuss Danny Elfman. Thank you. Nice. had a whole episode of Very, nice. yep. Very nice. beautiful. Um, it's so weird, you know, too. Like, I mean, how many episodes of The Simpsons have we watched? You know, thousands, oh, right? Oh, you know, oh, like oh, all oh, of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get so used to that theme song. Like, to hear it out of context, like, what a bizarre piece of music. Yeah. Right? No, it's, it, it really is. Um, but it also, it, it highlights a few trademark things of his because... My son Jackson was obsessed with The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I bought the sheet music, and I used to like play the songs on the piano for him. Uh-huh. Okay. Because um, it has the chords, and so I would just bang out the chords. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I started to realize like some of the things that he likes to do, and uh, okay. you hear that in The Simpsons as well. Because he's taking the theme, and he's just like th- he basically cir- cycles it through keys. You know, the, his. I'm not saying like, oh, it's easy. Anyone could do it, but like, <laughs> you start to notice some of his tricks. Yeah, and because he does a lot all, all over the Nightmare Before Christmas uh, songs. Very cool. Yeah. It's like this is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. You know, each each time that it, the theme comes back, it's like it's up a minor third. Yeah. You know, Makes and sense. and then like the modulations, you start to be like, okay, well, this time it was in G minor, now it's in B flat minor. What's the next one going to be? Aha, D flat minor. I was right. You know, it's like you start to see yeah, like the patterns. Same steps. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, which, but you know, again, he's. A, I don't know if again, he's, he's someone where if he he's alive and still rocking, but if he had passed away, it would have been like, oh, he's like almost a Zappa. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know about a Zappa, but Zach, like, yeah. yeah. In, 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 as far as, as far like, serious uh, composer goes. Yeah, and that, that can also so, freaking rock. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like a modern day composer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have your Hans Zimmer's, and your, you know, they, but they're still working with the orchestra, and mm-hmm. right. Not to say that they haven't contributed oh, a, a ton in their own way, but um, yeah, but they're not doing stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That's, that's quirky and like funny, and yeah, and really stretching out the medium. You yeah. Know? Um, so anyway. Apparently, I, I, I think he's kind of gonna have like I think I think he's gonna have a revival now. I think he's you're gonna start seeing him touring. That's great. Um, you know, hopefully worldwide and to, to like ecstatic. I I would go see him. Are you kidding? Of course, Heck yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so anyway, there you and have how it. cool yeah. to be to be welcomed by like with, with like adulation. That's got to feel really cool. Yeah, with, because he does. The, he's got if, like generations of fans exactly. across all these different things he's done. And it's like, you know, if you put on some like trap rapper after him, that's just like going on stage with tracks. It's like, how can you possibly compete? With, like, did you see what they just did? There's like 40 people up there. Yeah, yeah, and they're playing mind-bogglingly hard stuff, Standing. effortlessly. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, in any case, it's it's really rad to see and uh, inspiring, and it's like, man. I know that dude like hangs out in L.A. I'm like, man, I, I think I might have missed the. The, the boat you know like i used to hear about several like things like oh he's at this thing on mondays like you got to get there early but blah 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 and i'm like yeah you know that, now that i feel like he's gonna get super popular again now yeah because of this but <laughs> it, good for him 
Um, yeah, totally. He, he looks completely crazy. He's up there with like his shirt off and tattoos and like this, <laughs> yes. like his, his like kind of bushy red hair. He looks yeah. completely insane. He doesn't have a nice body. So he's like a scarier Iggy Pop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just that, you know, just being real. Like yeah, yeah. You know, but he's but he doesn't. What I'm saying is he doesn't care. That's and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Danny Elfman. It's not my topic for the week though. I don't have too much of a topic, but I thought. I've been meaning to watch this thing that came out on HBO a while ago. Nothing to do with music. It was a movie in the that takes place in the Sopranos universe called The Many Saints of Newark. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah. It's basically uh, like a prequel. Star is, is this star Gandolfini's son? Or was he part he's of in it? it? He's in it. He's in it. I wouldn't... It's it's funny. They made Wait, a big deal about him. he write it or him. something? Okay. No, he's, he's just in it. Um, he's playing young Anthony. Uh, Tony Soprano. Cool. And that part of it is pretty trippy. That's neat. Um, it and while he's featured throughout, he's not the main character, in this in the same way that Tony is clearly the main character of uh, the Sopranos series. In any case, I'm watching this, and um, and then shortly after, I found this article about a gentleman in the music industry who passed away that I'd never heard of, named Art Roop. Hmm. Art Roop. Yeah. Who is Art Roop? Well, Art Roop was a music exec who died this week at 104 years old. So that kind of caught my attention. It's like 104. Like, you don't see that too often these days. How does this guy Not music news. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's more like 104 weeks. Right. Yeah. So Art Roop dies at 104, um, and I started, you know, reading about his life. And as soon as I saw that he had, he was the one responsible for giving early breaks to guys like Sam Cooke, and Little Richard mm-hmm. and John Lee Hooker. I was like, oh, that really kind of caught my eye. So I started digging up a little bit about him. And I, I'm, as I'm reading, I'm like, here's one of these guys, right? And we, we hear this brought up a lot by music fans and historians about black music, this rock, rock and roll, African-American mm-hmm. fueled energy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and this new music but how the white people stole it yeah and marketed yeah. it we hear this often we even hear it about eminem and stuff like that too sure um and i'm like oh well here's one of these guys right right you know like that sure if, if, you, if you were going to put a face to that whoever that that is that you're describing that this is one of those guys in the sense that yeah maybe he he kind of stood on the shoulders of a little Richard and a Sam cook and got mega rich off of these guys hits. Yeah. But he also took the risk and brought them, you know, to light. Whereas I mean, nobody had done that before. Who knows if it would have ever happened mm-hmm. for these guys. Right. Yeah. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I just yeah. got me thinking and the, to tie it all back to the, to the Sopranos bit, they had a character in the Sopranos who was similar. Uh, his name was Hesh. And he was like the Jewish guy that ran with the Italian guys. And he had made okay. his fortune giving breaks to uh, young black performers. <laughs> and it made me think of this clip. And Jay, Jay's seen this episode. And uh, essentially, someone approaches Hesh, who's now like in his 80s, being like, hey, I've got this band. I think that, uh, you know, my girlfriend is interested in signing them or whatever. What do you think? So here's Hesh like listening to today's music. Check this out. 
So? Well, I think it's uh, not good. <laughs> Want to be a little more specific? There's good and there's not good. This is not good. Okay, yeah. maybe it's not your era. No offense. But... Music is music. Talent is talent. I don't care who you are. And I've seen them all. I saw heavy metal invented by Hendrix at the Café Wa. Kid just came out of the army. I said to him, kid, I don't know what you call it. Talent, charisma, magic, but you got it. These kids, they don't. Sorry. You're just pissed that I went against you at the sit-down. Come on, get the f*** out of here. Stop wasting my time. <laughs> So there's <laughs> oh, Hesh. So this character Hesh to me is in the same ballpark as this Art Rube fellow. I think that's probably fair. Yep. You okay. know, and, and it just got me thinking, like, what's the legacy? Should we should we celebrate these cats? Or like what Well, I think it's I mean it's it's obviously it's multi layered. I fall on the the side because you know that you got guys like um Ahmed Erdogan or like like a John Hammond who are these great talent scouts who discovered a lot of yeah. iconic musicians, um, Aretha Franklin and, and Ray Charles who's the, and Gabe. Who's the guy who was at, at Atlantic? That's Ahmed Erdogan. Met, yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah. thank you. You know, discovered and, and fueled and, and saw the talent in these, in these black artists that maybe wouldn't have gotten the light of day on another label. Um, and yeah, they did get phenomenally rich off of them. And unfortunately, you know, in the case of Art Roop, um, just from the article that you shared, Greg, it looks like, you know, he put some folks like Little Richard and, and some other folks into some really bad contracts and kind of treated them poorly mm. financially. You know, mm. and that's a, that's a really bad side of it that unfortunately was pretty common back in the day. But on the other hand... Well, today too. I mean, the company's going to get yeah, the, as much of, of it as they can. They can get no, away with. Nothing new there. You know, yeah. but, you know, on the other hand, they're kind of going out on a limb in promoting a, a style of music that isn't necessarily culturally familiar to them and exposing it to a wider audience because they truly, I believe, in most of these guys' cases, believe in the music, you know, and here's something great there that maybe some other white folks don't. There, There is the other side of it, which is the, the like, um, because, I mean, part of the story is also Little Richard his tape was sitting in the reject pile and yeah. he kept calling and he kept calling I guess Art Roop who finally dug it out and gave it a listen and then said alright bring him in he's tenacious so, so there also are those people that, that did go ahead and take the what would have been the easy thing to do which is not not put it out there because it was controversial and I think in some ways to some it was how, how do we make this okay like it's great music we, we need, mm -hmm. you know can we move things forward by getting this music out there uh, because there were also so many bands that not so many there were bands that performed and and, 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 and the listening audience didn't even know that they were that they were African American um, sure which has its own you know is its own conversation at, and probably not one that we have it is tricky because there is the one that like gives the chance um, it, that was what was tricky about this article was that it, 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 he wasn't like revered by the artists that he kind of helped yeah. discover. Um, so it, it is a little bit, uh, it was a, it's a very valid question, Greg. On one hand, thank goodness he took took the chance on Little Richard, and it's it's unfortunate that he was that Little Richard wasn't given a fair contract and had to continue to fight and scrape his way to to earn a you know to earn the living he deserved. So I don't know, I don't know. This is tricky. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, there you have it. I mean, the guy lived to 104. 
yep. this is doing something right. <laughs> There's a foundation, so I, yeah, I think he, uh, yeah, he made out pretty well. I, I'd be curious to know what the foundation does with those funds, <laughs> uh, like in all honesty. Yeah. So. And, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess we're kind of wrapping up, but I, I just kind of had a thought. Like it. Do it. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like. I mean, the the guy's just a businessman, right? Exactly. Maybe he mm-hmm. was handing out terrible contracts to white artists too. That's what I'm saying. You know, oh, I'm, and I'm, I'm saying that the the, the record like we don't have to paint him as gonna, as yeah. a racist, or we we don't have no, to. No, like, we can paint I, I him as. I certainly didn't mean to imply no, that. No, 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 but, no. But, and, and so, but what I was trying to imply is that you hear that a lot. Yes, that whoever these guys were were definitely racist, and again, it's like, are, were they? I don't know. I'm not saying they weren't. I'm not saying they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and you never know yeah, if yeah. like the retelling. Because, I mean, there are also, I, I, I'm thinking um, there are kind of like fictionalized or versions of these stories where it's the right ex- white executive that gives the, the black artist the, 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 the opportunity to shine. And, and, I, and I would imagine that there were some cases where that was the case, uh, or there were some circumstances where that was the case. But, but when you dig into the details, yeah, it's a valid question. Did he give the same contracts to all the artists? Was it always just right. trying to get the best possible deal for the record label? But then the only ones we heard about him signing were these like iconic artists that yeah. ended up that were black. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of it kind of also uh, brings to mind the famous you know Zappa quote about how like we were better off with the conservative because cigar chomping music executives <laughs> that were like I don't know what this is put it out let's see if it works right, you know? right as opposed as opposed to the hipster guys that are like no way man this is what's gonna be cool you know. Yeah, right. um, I love it whenever that quote surfaces because it works in so many different contexts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does, and, I, and it's certainly approach you know here because you, maybe this guy didn't really know. He's like, I don't know. This guy sounds good to me. To be energetic to me. He really wants <laughs> it. Means, if it means he stops calling, just get him in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe this guy was just one of those cigar chomping conservatives, you know, without yeah. any like lick of musical. Yeah, it's also it just begs the question: like, did, did this guy know a lot about music? Did he have like a golden ear, or you know, or right. something like that? Right. Like, right. I mean, so Little Richard was fifty-five, so that was kind of like on that threshold of when when these artists started getting signed. I gotta imagine there was some risk involved, it, or not. I don't know. Maybe they saw the opportunity and 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 just milked it for everything it was. I, I don't know. That he was fifty-five when they signed him. Uh, no, 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 little nineteen fifty-five was, I was when. About to say, I, <laughs> Like he's 55 years old and he gets signed. I'm Good so God. sorry. I apologize. <laughs> it, w- it was 1955. 1955 makes a lot of oh, sense. Okay, okay, okay. okay. 1955 was when when he brought Little Richard in to 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 perform and, and that's and, that I yeah. see. Yes, yes. Right on. But anyway, it, it ended up paying off and yes. uh, and then then he got but he got sued. You know, Little Richard su- did sue him for back royalties and they settled out of court. But in any case. There you have it. It's Rest in peace, Art Roop, I think. Cool I don't know. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We're better than having Little Richard, like, you know, as part of the lexicon. So, so yeah, for yeah. that, absolutely. Glad, it, glad he was able to, yeah, glad he signed him. Indeed. Jay. Right. Well, boys. What we doing? Boys. What? We're talking about expanding lexicons here. Mm-hmm. I had a great weekend this past weekend. It was, Easter, it was uh, Easter weekend, and I got to go up to um, uh, my family's house in Pennsylvania um, okay. for a kind of family get together for you're in the Easter. borough. Yeah, I was in I was in the oh, borough in the back borough. in Waynesboro. Don't you know the borough of Waynesboro? That's right, where uh, 
you know it's like the nexus of the universe where the great minds meet mm-hmm. and so i got to see my little brother was great and i got to see um my my whole family and one of the highlights of any good easter trip is that i got to hang out with family friend and friend of the podcast mr michael weddington Oh. We've had him on the podcast before. Yes, he, we brought, have. he broadcasted live from uh, our oh, beach Mike house. At the beach, yeah, that's right. Which we will be doing again this July coming up. Something to look Beautiful. forward to. Excellent. Beautiful. Uh, he's 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 my dad, my, my stepdad's friend uh, from college, and a music savant, and uh, just a lover of of all things great music. And uh, whenever I, I always like to pick his brain on on stuff, he likes to give me crap about dumb things that we said on the podcast he, excuse he's me? an avid listener <laughs> and this time whenever i got as soon as i got to the house he was so excited and he said jay i got i, I got a present for you oh so oh i love presents present for mike he's All like right. well yeah don't 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 get too excited yet and he let it sit and simmer like that for a couple hours and i was like so what's this present what do you get he's like well come out to my car and in the trunk of his car <laughs> He had three boxes, three oh like my. big office boxes, holy crap, of old CDs oh that he wanted boy. to get rid of. And you know, this is not the first time in my life that someone has offered me huge boxes of old CDs. CDs. Sure. <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have been offered this lately, but if it was anyone other than Michael, I would have said. Nah, sorry, oh, I just don't have sorry, the space. Man, I'm into vinyl. Hit, yeah. hit the road, Jack. Yeah. But it being Michael, I know it's going to be CDs of exceptional quality and also CDs that I don't have and possibly CDs that are of some kind of rarity or at least stuff that I just wouldn't have heard. Wouldn't have ever otherwise. looked up. Yeah. And it's, I wouldn't have even looked up on Spotify, so it's going to yeah. tickle some. So, with that in mind, I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple, you know, I think it was last year I did Michael's Tape Stash, yes. where where uh, I was playing some uh, old cassettes that he had given me back in my, my teenage tapes. years. Yeah. Well, we're reviving Michael's Tape Stash. This time it's Michael's CD <laughs> Stash. CD uh, collection. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. That's right. <laughs> so first of all, thank you, Michael, for this. I've, I I only took two out of the the three boxes, and I had to do that uh, under cover of night so that my wife wouldn't find out, so she wouldn't even. <laughs> but I just wanted and to. Good thing she doesn't listen. Go ahead. I mean, there's so much good stuff in here and stuff that I I just had would never other otherwise hear. Let me play one for you. Um, this is a track off of. An album called uh, Yakame by the band Yakame. Galactic. You guys right. have heard of Galactic? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're they're a jam band. I definitely have heard of them. Um, I think I've heard them on Sirius before. Um, but they're based in New Orleans. And mm-hmm. um, but this album Moore I never is the is the drummer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Absolutely He's a right. Badass. <laughs> and uh, this one, this this track caught my ear. It's called uh, Cineramascope, and it features trombone shorty. Oh yeah.
Yeah. Yo. Mm-hmm. Excellent stuff. All right. Well, yeah, that's off the uh, album Ooh. Yakame. It came out in 20, uh, 2010. Excellent. Fun for the wing column. Before. Yeah. Yeah, and it, that yeah, it has all too. kinds of great collaborators on it. Uh, the Rebirth Brass Band is on there. Alan Toussaint is on there. Jay, didn't uh, we see Galactic open for Dave? It's very possible. It is very possible. I'm pretty possible. sure we did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Um, for who, David, yeah. David Tell? Who? No, Dave Matthews. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so much great <laughs> stuff in here. Uh, Michael's a big fan. He goes down to to Jazz Fest in New Orleans oh, yeah. um, every single year, and he's a big fan of New Orleans New Orleans music. Mm. Um, and he's turned me on to a lot of that over my life. But there was one in here, and he also likes a lot of female artists. Which unfortunately we don't we don't feature a lot of female artists here on. You should check it out. Not willingly. It's just I'm just if you look past in our archives, we don't have a lot. So I figured mm-hmm. we would we should feature. A, a female artist here. This is uh, Maggie Kerner. Maggie you guys ever Kerner. heard of her? No. Also from New... I don't know if she's from New Orleans or not, but she's from Louisiana. She has an incredible voice. She's a vocalist. She has a great band. This is an album called Neutral Ground. Came out in 2014. The song I want to play is called He Calls Me Mama. Pretty badass. He calls me mama I mean that that's that's just the power of New Orleans, man. Like I've never heard of Maggie Kerner before in my life, but that's one of the best voices I've ever heard. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> great band, great album. And uh she's got a bunch of stuff out, so check her out. Yeah. She's done she's actually performed with Galactic apparently. I that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's that. not that big of a scene. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it, it's it really isn't, you know. I mean it's de- it's Dense. dense, dense, yeah. You know, but it's not like in L.A. or New York. I mean, it's more like a Nashville, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, small town feel. And, and Austin, you know, we're basically like, it's not a big. It, there's just not that much. Uh, the pool of artists, yeah. But even like just the population itself, you know, it's just not that big compared to you know a New York. <clears throat> so in any case, but the but the history is so rich, and people oh, yeah. move there and. The other thing is because it has that it has that kind of uh, 
lifestyle there, that mm-hmm. nightlife, you know, mm-hmm. and those and um, Frenchman Street, Bourbon Street to a certain degree, you know. Um, but you have like all just live bands playing all night and all, all day, and so you can just work. Yep, Key yeah. West is like that right now. Mm. Yeah, that's um, what you're saying, a, man. I'm. I'm so yeah. excited to get down there because, you know, like New Orleans has become one of my favorite places to hang out, especially on French right. Street, just because you just you can't go to many places where you can just walk down the street and just hear bands in every and, single yeah. walk. And, and you can't be, and, and they're not going to suck. I mean, you have got, to, you <laughs> right. know, you can't, you can't yeah. work down there if you suck. These are top you know? slots. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, no, that's rad. But the people, but the, what's comes to the surface though is just, is the best of that world. And that's yeah. what we're talking about right now. You know, yeah. that's what makes it into Mike's CD uh, absolutely stash. You know, yeah. yeah. So there's so a bunch of stuff. I, I kind of want. I, I mean, I I could play this all night, but he has a bunch of country stuff, a bunch of old country stuff, a bunch of reggae. Really? Which I, you know, I I I've just dabbled, dipped my toes into reggae. Um, yeah, but never you know. never found never found uh, its place in my heart. Yeah, but uh, you know, I got a lot of stuff to go through. I got two boxes. Um, but I, just to wrap things up um, and to bring things a little bit closer to the stuff that I gravitate towards, um, I found a CD of uh, No Depression, What It Sounds Like, Volume 1. Now, No Depression is a, it was a magazine, started in the 90s, I believe, that focused, on, uh, that focused on alt-country. They okay. were one of the first, like... Alt-country? Kind That's of, like... Yeah, kind of like to bring a spotlight onto the intersection of like rock and country and people who okay. were doing something different outside of the Nashville scene. Okay. And so it was just a magazine, but it kind of like caught on. And they've been going for a long time and they've been publishing these like sampler packs mm-hmm. of like music that kind of res- is representative of the music that's included in their magazine. So anyway, so it's like this now, but for alt country hipsters. <laughs> yeah, or like a mojo or like a. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. So I want to play the opening track off of off of this first sampler pack. This is volume one. This is a Johnny Cash song. Actually, it's a Willie Nelson song. It's it's Johnny Cash covering Willie, Willie Nelson. The song is called Time of the Preacher. Now, I've heard a lot of the Johnny Cash stuff that he did with, like, Rick Rubin mm-hmm. um, uh, in the early 90s. But yeah. this I hadn't heard. This is, uh, like I said, it's a, it's a cut of a Willie Nelson song. It has Kim Thale of Soundgarden. Nice. Wow. Playing electric guitar. Chris Novoselic. Oh, yeah. Bass. This just came out. Bass, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. Sean Kenny of Alice and Chains on drums. And John Carter Cash playing 12-string guitar. Wow. Pretty cool. Check this out. All right. That's Time of the Preacher. Time of the preacher when the story began of the choice of a lady and the love of a man, how he loved her so dearly, he went out of his mind. When she left him for someone That she left behind And he cried like a baby He screamed like a panther In the middle of 
the night And he saddled his pony And went for a ride It was the time of the preacher In the year of 01 Now the preaching is over And the lesson's begun There you go. Man, it... Sorry we ran out of time there because... Kim Thale plays this like ridiculous guitar solo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the middle of that. It's like it's all over the place. It's really cool. Con- uh, anyway, it's a really cool mashup. <laughs> Convergence of different musical styles. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, you so. know what it reminded me? I, I, I actually, I think it was no. Do you remember No Alternative? Do you remember that? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, definitely. That, that's oh, yeah. what I was thinking of when you said No Depression. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Just a little sampler there. Just a taste all of right. the tape stash. Definitely more to come. Um, anytime I got a slow week, <laughs> I got plenty of music to go through. So thank you so much, Michael. Again, if it was yeah. anyone else, I would have told you to take your CDs and go packing. But uh, <laughs> I'll take them off your hands for you. Very cool. All right. So we've got we've got a viral at eye roll possibly coming up next week. We've also got a conversation we didn't finish from last week, Greg. That, right. That, that, that's that's also so we got that's we true. got potential segments already we lined got, up, guys. Loose, loose ends to tie up. That's you know what we should we should do a loose end. Indeed, uh, indeed. Yep. Follow up in a rata. <laughs> in a rata episode, I love it. Uh-huh. I love it. I yep. love the fact that we've gotten to the point in our series that uh, we can do an errata episode. Uh, news and notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, until that point, Greg, tell the fine people how to get in touch with us, please. You can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. You can find mm-hmm. us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at shouldcheck. Mm-hmm. All the places. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are heard. Go on there. Leave us a review. And as always, tell a friend. You should check it out. Absolutely. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself, sir. And go check out LegalZoom and tell them you should check it out, sent you. <laughs> That's right. Send some quarters my way, please. <laughs> and explain to them what we're what we're trying to do. <laughs> See if they want to come on. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, thank you all so much. Yeah. Guys, tune in next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We'll be back here with you. All right? Awesome. Right awesome. on. Peace Have out. Week, Elfman. Elfman. <laughs> <laughs>